The news is full of reports about developments in highly automated driving. And if you believe everything you read and hear, you might think that the highways will be filled with driverless vehicles tomorrow. The reality is quite different. Welcome to Truck Talk with Bendix, a regular podcast series from Bendix designed to help you better understand key topics in the commercial trucking industry. I'm your host, Denise Rondini. Joining me is Fred Andersky, Director of Customer Solutions Controls at Bendix, to talk about what he calls the stepping stone approach to highly automated driving. Fred, nice to have you on Truck Talk. Hey, Denise, it's great to be back with you on Truck Talk. Briefly explain what you mean by a stepping stone approach to highly automated driving. Well, you know, as you mentioned in your introduction, a lot of hype out there about going direct to driverless vehicles and that it's going to happen really quick and really fast. And I think that's an interesting thought. But from our perspective, the reality is going to tie more to really being able to build on driver assistance technologies, making them more advanced, and that's going to kind of get us to more automated applications and eventually to a truly driverless approach. What are some of the things that have already happened that will enable highly automated driving to be a viable option in the future? Well, we've been seeing it over the last few years, just in the evolution of collision mitigation technology. You know, Denise, you'll remember back in 2009, we introduced our wingman active cruise with braking, which was adaptive cruise control. Then a couple years later, we beefed up the radar and the logic in the radar, and we came out with wingman advanced, which was both adaptive cruise control and collision mitigation. And then just a few years ago, back in 2015, we introduced the next generation in collision mitigation technology, our Bendix Wingman Fusion System. And what made that different is that we took a camera and added a radar to work with the camera, which gave us the opportunity to integrate a bunch of new features and deliver even more power than in the past. So what we really see happening is a combination of sensor fusion and system fusion. We're going to see the integration of more sensors working together. So like the fusion approach with the camera and the radar working together, we'll see even more sensors bringing information in, and we'll see system fusion where we start integrating more things. You know, today we work with the engine management and the braking for adaptive cruise control, but in the future that's going to be more important in terms of features and we'll add in other systems like steering control to work with both the engine as well as the braking system. So sensor fusion and system fusion are the things that are happening and we'll continue to build this into the future. In the short term, what are some of the next developments that need to occur for the trucking industry to move closer to highly automated driving? Well, we're going to continue to see the advancement of driver assistance systems. As we talked about in a previous podcast, our next generation of Fusion that uses the same camera and radar but delivers even more braking power as well as more features. And we're going to continue to build on that where we're going to start to integrate steering control to develop driver assistance features such as lane centering and lane keeping to be able to combine both what we call the the longitudinal and latitudinal control. In other words, the forward motion, uh, acceleration, deceleration, along with steering 
together. And then finally, one of the things I think we're going to see, at least in terms of testing next year, is going to be this level one platooning, where we're seeing not only sensors working together, but communication between the vehicles via DSRC, or dedicated short-range communications, which enables the system to be able, from the forward vehicle, send commands back to the rear vehicle to implement braking, for example, or acceleration. That communication between vehicles becomes another one of those fundamental stepping stones that gets us farther into the future. What are some of the longer-term technologies we should expect on the road to highly automated driving? Well, as we've talked about, more sensors, more systems, more integration or fusion of both of those, and also more information into the system coming not only from on-vehicle sensors, but also from external sources, such as vehicle-to-vehicle communications, as I mentioned with dedicated short-range communications, infrastructure-to-vehicle communications, where, for example, we're alerted about work zones happening down the road, pedestrian-to-vehicle communications, like via your cell phone that lets the truck know that, hey, there's people in the area and somebody could cross in front of them. We're going to see more artificial intelligence and self-learning, which is really driven by big data, that helps the system, again, more information in, help figure out what's going on faster, and then intervene sooner. But I think it's important here, Denise, for us to keep in mind that it's not just technology that's an impact here. Technology is important, but when we really start looking at a more automated, more autonomous future, we've got to look at other things out in the ecosystem. Government regulations, the impact that we're going to have on jobs, what's going to happen with the infrastructure, just a few areas that we need to consider as we move further down the path. That's why I prefer to think of getting to autonomous vehicles as more of an evolution not a revolution. How would all these things work together to get us to a future with highly automated driving? Well, getting back to the technology focus, from my perspective, what's really important is that we prove the performance of these technologies at the lower levels. You don't start swimming in the Olympics just because you decide to do that one day. It takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of working out. It takes a lot to get to the Olympic swimmer level. And we should be thinking the same thing from autonomous vehicle development. Remember, this is going to be a big change in terms of cars and trucks being able to drive themselves. And so we really need to think about how these systems are going to work. And the best way to do that is to break the problem or break the situation down into smaller parts. And that's where this advancement in driver assistance technology comes through. You know, we proved the radar with the adaptive cruise control with wingman ACB, and now we've advanced additional sensors working together in wingman fusion to give us even higher levels of performance. As we move down the path, this is really, in a nutshell, the stepping stone approach. Develop the technologies, design the applications, validate those applications, understand the impacts, and move to the next level. In other words, add more and repeat. Fred, do you want to put some time parameters on some of these developments so our listeners have some idea of how far into the future we are looking before highly automated driving is a reality? I would like to, and I will. 
But keep in mind that if I were really that good at prognosticating, I probably wouldn't be talking to you because I would have made a killing in the stock market by now. But I have done some research at a lot of the uh, presentations I've done over the last year, and I really ask a basic question of folks. When do they see that we'll have more than 50% of the trucks on the road being truly level 5 driverless and traveling coast to coast and all points in between? And I give a selection of answers from 2020 to beyond 2050 and even to never. And in the presentations I've done, you know, probably over 1,200 folks, the answer I get is basically between now and never. <laughs> it's all over the place in terms of when people think this is really going to happen. Personally, my gut is 2050 or beyond because the reality is while we're seeing a lot of advancements in terms of the technology, and it's really exciting, we still don't know what it is we don't know about autonomous driving, and we've got to answer that before we get to the future. I've been speaking with Fred Andersky, Director of Customer Solutions Controls at Bendix. Fred, thanks for joining me to explain the stepping stone approach that will get us to highly automated driving. Thanks, Denise, and keep practicing your driving because it's not going away anytime soon. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play and discover how Bendix Solutions can help you improve performance, increase safety, and lower your total cost of ownership. You can also log on to knowledge-doc.com. That's knowledge-doc.com, where you can learn more about Bendix products and hear previous episodes of this podcast. I'm Denise Rondini, and thank you for joining us for Truck Talk with Bendix. Bendix.